Welcome back to Barely Serious. You're about to listen to episode 197, but before we get into the episode, on June 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, I'm going to be headlining in Great Bend, Kansas, Abilene, Texas, and Pflugerville, Texas, in that order. You can find tickets at HeronEntertainment.com. Those are going to be fantastic shows, so if you live in those towns, come on out. If you know somebody that lives in those towns, come on out. And then the big one. July 13th, I'm back, headlining at La Cave in Orange County, California, specifically Costa Mesa, over off 17th Street. I've headlined there three times, and all three times have been sold out, so you know this one's going to be packed out, so get your tickets early. You can find tickets to that show at Eventbrite. Just type in my name. They'll pop right up. And also, randomly, I'll be headlining some random show. I'll be like halfway headlining some random show in Austin, Texas, at Roscoe's on June 30th. It's I say halfway because it's like some rap comedy show. So if you want to see me eat a bag of dicks in front of a bunch of black people, come on out. And with that out of the way, enjoy this week's episode. Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 197. I'm sitting out here in the Mexican Project House with Connor Corsentino. What's up, dude? What's up, bro? How you doing? I mean, you know how I'm doing because you just overserved me. I did just overserve you. It was, it was worth it, though. It was a good time. It's a good time, dog. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. It was fun. I was just drinking, drinking some beers and shit, and then I was like, "Let me get that that strawberry lemonade with some syrup." How was that? It was fire, except you poured. Get out. Get out. Yeah, your yours barely had any lemonade in it. Yeah, dude, the whole. <laughs> I made it. I put the lemonade on top, and I was like, "Oh, that's no lemonade." <laughs> it was all strawberry puree and vodka. Dude, I was already pretty. I was already pretty yeah, buzzing. Three tall boys deep. I was pretty buzzing. And I was like, I should get out of here. And then I saw you pour Xavier's, and I was like, I should get one of those. And then yeah. I did, and I immediately regretted it because then I just started asking girls out and shit. Got rejected from a coworker. It was tight. No, it wasn't my coworker. No, my coworker. She wanted me though, low key. She just didn't want the crowd. Uh, I don't know, man. She's pretty shy. I don't. I don't think she was. I don't know. That was pretty funny though, because she was like, "Oh, I'm. I. I go to school right now, so like guys are like a distraction." And I was like, "You could just tell me I'm ugly." Yeah, you <laughs> could just say no and walk away. Yeah, well, she couldn't walk away because she worked there. She could have walked to the other side of the bar. I do yeah. it all the time, dog. I'll be talking to people and I'll be like. Uh, I don't want to talk to you. I just fucking <laughs> walk to the other side of the bar. I was pretty dead smack even. Well, did you see my move that I laid on her? What was your move? She was like, is there anything I could get you? And I was like, yeah. Hey, can I get a water? And she brought over the water. And I was like, and your phone number. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's probably the smoothest line of all time. It was pretty good. It's pretty cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> it's worked for me before in like like service yeah, service area. you just went raw dog into it. You didn't even say nothing to her before. Like you didn't talk to her before. I did though. Oh, I you did. did. Yeah, she walks in. I was like, "Are you replacing him?" Oh, and yeah. then you answered for her, and you were like, "Yeah, I can't wait to get out of here." And I was like, "Hey, Kaylee, can I get like a water and your phone number?" <laughs> You're such a fucking fool. I told you not to ask, dog. I, I you did. did. You did. You did warn me. I could have hooked you up with other other ones. They were like, "Oh, I don't want those other ones, bro." Number. Whatever, dog. I don't know. <laughs> I fell in love, bro. I'm gonna go back after. I'm gonna go back there right after this. Bro, she'll be there Sunday night too. I probably shouldn't be giving this information. Yeah, what out. are you fucking doing, bro? <laughs> Whatever, fire me. You went to. You went to tell me when she was working. If she didn't pull you in the back and tell me that she wanted me. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> word for word. Anyway, what the fuck have you been up to, bro? Dude, not much. I took. 
two separate naps yesterday. It's pretty dope. Uh, like when and when? How do you even t- how do you even have time to fit in two separate naps without dude, was, just being sleep? I was just hung over all day. I had this chick over. We st- stayed up to like four a.m. Dog, and then I woke up around ten, and I was like, "Fuck, that's early." And she was still there. Yeah, I, I she she left right then and there when we uh, got up. Like she got out of there. And then hold on. Have you ever had one of those where like they stay over and then they're like, so like we should go get breakfast and like do this. Has that ever happened to you? Dog, Or they stay. Yeah. Yeah. Or they'll like that doesn't happen. I don't let girls stay. No, over. I, I don't. I, I'll let them sleep. Over. I like to cuddle and shit. You know what I mean? Really? These random people. Well, she wasn't random. Oh, I've known her. Random's not random's got to go. That's what I'm saying. The, the worst, though, is like. Like you were saying, not even if they want to go break, get breakfast or something, where they just fucking linger. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just be, they wake up and you'd be like, all right, so what are you doing today? And they're like, I don't know, what are you doing today? And I'll just list off a bunch of imaginary things so I have to get done. Like maybe I got to do two or three of those things. All of a sudden, you got to go to a funeral in two I'm hours. Just dog, <laughs> anything, dogs. You know, take the dog out, go to the gym grocery store i think i have work today you know like shit like that (laughs) (laughs) told my friend i'll cut his hair i don't have clippers like let's be real no i definitely have clippers uh you cut hair i cut my hair i wouldn't even call it cutting it i just shaved the bitch yeah yeah you're in the fucking you look like you just walked off set of the hurt locker dude yeah it's getting long for me right now too you could start to see that i have hair that's when you got what happens when you grow it out I just like this kind of is receding a little bit and I have a bald spot in the back. It's not like terrible, but like when I grow my hair, I like to have long hair. Yeah. Like before I moved out here on a mullet and a mustache, bro, <laughs> just rocking it hard key or hard. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I just got over it. And then I, I was like going to cut my hair all normal, but then I decided not to. And I just shaved the bitch down. It's been working out for me pretty well. But look, that's my license with a fucking mullet and a mustache. That's intense, bro. Dude, yeah. I wasn't fucking around. I had like hair down to my shoulders, front part, you know, looking real classy. Damn, you used to live at... No, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, bro. This look, the mullet and the mustache. Is that your parents' house? Yeah. I almost read no, it out loud, too. No, 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 no. Yeah. For the bit, I almost did it. You're a fool. Yeah, <laughs> it was my parents' house. But no, nah, that mullet, mullet mustache look, bro, for some reason... Milf Central, dog. They Milfs. love the look. Yeah, it reminds them of their childhood. I only fucked one mom in my life, and she was 23, so it's like that doesn't even like count, really. That doesn't count. No. It's, at that point, it's like you're not a milf. You're just a bitch with a baby. You just had a bad decision as a teenager. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her kid's cute, though. <laughs> She's still a tight pussy, too. It was funny because like, that's what's funny, though, is that like, you know, like, after the first time we fucked, I think I asked her. We were, like, laying there together. And I think I asked her. I was like, do you have, like, a C-section or something? Because, like, her pussy was still tight. And so it was, like, the first mom I'd ever hooked up with. Right. So, like, I wasn't, like, I thought that, like, they got all stretched out or something. But it was, like, her pussy was, like, tight as fuck. And so I was like, would you have, like, a C-section or something? She was like, what? No. And I was like, oh, right on. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, never mind. Oh, yeah, never I was mind, like, right no. on, right on. Tight, no, tight, dude, tight. That, 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 uh, that pussy goes back together on its own. Yeah, but I mean, it's pretty good. I hooked up with some chicks. It's a wonderful thing. Where it's like, you know, hot dog down a hallway. They just got bad pussies, bro. Really? I think so. You think they're born that way, or you think they just like just got trains ran on them? Dude, I, I mean, dude, with the whole baby, I don't know, dude. It could be, it could be a mix of both. I'm, I'm no uh, vagine expert. I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna. But I, I think most of the time it goes, it goes back. I think some people are just born with, 
bad ones, dude. Like dudes are born with small cocks. I think most dudes are born with small dicks. And I'm grateful, too. Because every time a girl sees my dick for the first time, they literally, they're just like, holy shit. I always just, I just love to tell girls I have a small dick. That's my move. Really? It works. What do they say? All of a sudden, they want to see it. I'll be like, all right. Play your cards right. And do you have a small dick? No. Let's see it. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to do it. One day. I'm sure we'll have a threesome with some chick one day. I'll show you a video. Like you do, I'll pull your move. I don't show no videos to nobody. Yeah, <laughs> never seen a video of Galen's dick once. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> Fucking oh asshole. man! Just, just for anyone listening, if Galen ever asks, look at this video on my phone. Just say no. Just, it's just either say a guy no. blowing his head off or <laughs> or a dick. Sometimes it's not even my dick. You're like your phone. Yeah, nah. It's a no for me, dog. I'm fucking buzzing right now. All right, you do this beer's nice. I'm getting there. That that beer and that weed. <sighs> yeah, you drink at work? Nah, I don't drink. Like, at what work. if what if somebody like bought you a shot? Are you allowed to? We're take not it? allowed to, bro. Yeah, no, we're allowed, really. We're not allowed to. What yeah. if some fool walks in and is like, if you don't fucking take this shot that I buy you, like I'm not paying for my food. Bro, I might look both ways real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Are people nah. watching you? Yeah, people are watching. Bro, get this. I'm not going to say anything too specific, but someone got fired at a restaurant for drinking, and a guest was the person who ratted him out. You got to be reckless with it if like a reckless, cus- if a customer dude. sees you, bro. Yeah, I don't know what they did. I'm was pretty- he a bartender, though? No. I'm not going to tell you what he was. But oh, okay. He, yeah. But he wasn't a bartender? No. Because like everywhere I go, like the bartenders, like, if you buy him a shot, like they'll take it. But you right. work at like a restaurant it's type. Allowed. It's allowed in Texas. Some places it's not allowed. Like in California, yeah. I don't think it's allowed. I don't think so. Yeah, but like I can't like, dude, you know what's wild about Texas? In Texas, most, most places do don't allow it. It's a, it's up to the establishment, but you're a, like minors are allowed to go in and drink if they're with their parents and their parents are like, yeah, you could drink. You could be like a fucking in Texas. You could be like a twelve year old dog. Are you serious? Swear to God, bro. I saw that when I started becoming a bartender, and I was like, I went up to my boss and I was like, yo, dog, I'm not cool with this one. I was like, I don't. I was like, I don't care if it's the law. I'm not serving no twelve year old anything. And he was like, you're all good, dude. I get it. It's for establishment, and we don't allow it. And I was like, oh, thank God. Because uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm Why not. Why not? Why? I'm not going to be that guy. The fuck I'm not going to be that guy. If it's legal, the fuck do you care? Yeah, but that's a, a slippery slope, I feel. Why? Well, you know, like, as it, like when you're bartending, if you overserve someone and they get a DUI, you could get charged with manslaughter. Yeah. I'm not going to prison for no bullshit, you know what I'm saying? But see, that's the only reason that makes sense. Otherwise, it's like you're just being nosy. It's like the right. fuck, if I'm if I have a kid and my kid wants to fucking drink, fuck it, bro. Have this. That's what I did. I yeah, fucking, but that's what, buy your kid the beer at the grocery store and come home and drink. Yeah, don't be enough. don't be out in public getting your twelve year old drunk, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> all right, twelve year olds are already loud. You know what I mean? You don't need them fucking coloring that much harder. <laughs> You're all good, bro. <laughs> Excuse me. Goddamn. Nah. You, um, yeah, that's fair enough. But you ain't you ain't seeing me getting no twelve year old twelve year old drunk unless it's mine 
My brothers or one of my cousins. My brothers. <laughs> and I'm fucking doing that just to fuck with them. Well, that's what I did with uh, when my brother was, I think he was 16. I think he was 16. I bought him his first drink. And it was the same thing. I was like, oh, so you think you're ready to drink, huh? And I got him a shot of tequila. I was like, let's see if you're ready to drink. No, of course you're not. Dude. So I'm saying, I'm a good brother. I gave him the alcohol, sure. But like, I gave him something that I knew that would make him not want to drink for a couple more see, years. Dude, I'm a bad big brother. Check, check this out. When I was 21, I worked uh, at this lake in Idaho. And there was one bar there, bro. Like It was deep in the sticks. Deep in the sticks. Like Closest McDonald's was an hour and a half away. Bro. Yeah. Why were you there? I, I was working at the lake. I was working as a on the boat dock. I would literally rent people. Like people would come to the boat dock. All I yeah, but why? Build. Why were you there? It was a summer job. I just went for fun. It was it was a lot of fun, bro. It was a party okay. every day. A beautiful place in Idaho. People sleep on Idaho. Anyways, so my family came and came and visited. I took my brother to the bar, and he was like 16, 15, 16. He was probably sixteen, and. Same thing, I gave him tequila, <laughs> but we were at the bar, and so I had another homie there that he wasn't 21 yet, he was 20, but so every time he'd come to the bar, I would order like like a tequila shot for me, my friend, and my little brother, right? How old and was he? He was 20, my little uh, brother was 16, uh, and so I'd, I'd take- I'd, Your brother was 16? Yeah, my brother was 16, he was still in high school, so we'd get the tequila shot, I would take one, and as soon as the bartender would turn around, I'd look at both of them, and I'd go, now, shoot it now, 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 now. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking drink it then. And, bro, I did that like eight times with both of them. I got my brother so fucked up, bro. My brother was puking on the way back, back to the cabin. And I stayed at my parents' house at the time because I was living in a tent, dog. But my staying in a tent for— You're living in a tent? Dude, so I Why? stayed in a tent for three months. They didn't have any— they had one cabin the workers would stay at, and then they had like these things called shanties. And the shanties were basically just tool sheds with beds in it. it was, yeah, I know what a shanty is. Yeah, they're yeah. miserable, bro. And then the cabin was really shitty too, but they didn't have any rooms left anyways. So they had this area on the upper lot. It was like all in a forest, like in the woods, and where it was like Tentville. And the Tentville was dope, bro, because it was away from all the other cabins. I could do whatever the fuck I wanted up there. I could be loud as shit. But, bro, don't don't sleep on my tent. I had a, a, a cot in there with a pad, a <laughs> futon, a mini fridge, and a TV. And there was a bathroom right there. And it was like the woods, too, so I could just piss wherever. And bro. I had huckleberries growing on the outside. I fucked bitches in that tent, Galen. I'm sure you did just because of the tight. TV. but like It was tight, dude. But when I say, why were you there? I mean, like, why were you? Aren't you from California? Yeah. Why so were I went you there? To, I went to school in Washington State, Eastern Washington State. And it's like right next to Spokane. It's basically on the border of Idaho, like mm. the panhandle of Idaho. So I lived like 45 minutes to an hour away from Coeur d'Alene. And then this other lake is more north. It's almost like on the border of Washington, Idaho, and Canada, but it's on the Idaho side. This is fucking nine, ten, I think it's ten and a half mile long lake with like 13 islands in it. And the top part is untouched by anyone. There's like a few benches there, but you're not, <clears throat> there's no cabins up there. You're not allowed to touch anything. So it's just all preserved land. And you could like go out there and, and tent and stay the night. But it's fucking beautiful. Like you go up there, you're guaranteed you're guaranteed to see like a moose or something, bro. It's <laughs> fucking sick. But uh, yeah, so I took my brother to the bar. How much are you making? 
Oh, dog water money, dude. Not <laughs> shit. I ain't got made. I mean, I think I came back with like four grand over the summer. That's pretty bad. good. Yeah, what it wasn't bad, dude. And it was dope, bro. I'd get tipped with like weed or alcohol. Like people would like give me a beer and they'd be like shotgun it. And I'd be like, all right, fucking okay. Yeah, dude, I'd get drinks from the bar and drink it on the job. It was, dude, it was easy living. All I did was fill boats up with gas and then I'd rent boats out. And that, renting the boats out was like so easy. We had four boats or some shit yeah. like that. Yeah, but so my brother was throwing up on the way back. And so I was staying at my parents' cabin with my little brother, my parents, and my grandma. <laughs> and my brother threw up on the way back. So I, th- I thought he was good. I thought he got it all out. <laughs> we go inside. He lays down for 30 seconds. And he goes, I have to go throw up again. And I was like, oh, no. He goes in the bathroom, bro. He probably threw up for like an hour or two. Woke up my mom and my dad. He's belligerent, bro. Like to this day, will not touch tequila because of this <laughs> night, dog. <laughs> He's like throwing up. My mom's like, Connor, how could you? And literally, I was like, he threw up outside. I thought we'd be good. Like <laughs> I made sure he drink water. My dad was kind of laughing at him, but also they were both mad at me. I was trying my hardest not to laugh the yeah. whole time. And then... uh he's like throwing up my mom's like taking care of him and he's just like don't blame connor for this <laughs> i drank on my own he didn't make me i was like dude either way i'm in trouble dog i brought you <laughs> home i brought you back belligerent you're throwing up dog it's a rap for me <laughs> what ended up what ended up happening to you you get like grounded nothing, or nothing happened. i mean i was 21 years old i was already out of the house all they could uh, do was scold me you know really? they're like you're not staying in the cabin tonight <laughs> nah <laughs> they just didn't let my brother go back out with me <laughs> really <Yeah. laughs> and i was like no tequila got it whiskey dog i got you <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we, we drank so much at that place though there was one night where i don't know like eight of us went in and we went through four bottles of tequila in one hour and the, the bartender was like, hey, I'm not going to cut you guys off. I'm just cutting you off from tequila. Like, no more tequila. And I was so fucked up. I looked at this bitch, and I was like, if you give me anything else to drink other than tequila, I'm going to throw up. And they're like, you're cut off altogether now. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, man. It was crazy because uh, my stepdad who adopted me, so if I say my dad for the rest of the story, just know I'm talking about the same sure. person. Um he found out about me buying him alcohol because it just, so this, this happened, um, about him, about you buying your little brother alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this, this happened on Catalina Island for Ooh. his wedding. He was marrying, uh, this chick, Nancy. I have a couple jokes about it. Uh, um, I for sure thought you were going to say he was, he was marrying your mom. No, no, no. They got married in like Oh three and they got divorced in like Oh nine. Gotcha. And so he's remarrying. So this was like two years ago. He's getting remarried. Uh, Wait, so you went to his wedding? Bro, I was his best man. What? Yeah. Your mom's ex-husband? I have jokes about this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I have jokes about it, bro. I believe literally, it. I, talk, I, believe I literally, it. on stage, I'll talk about how funny it was because when he told me they were getting married, first of all, so they're older, bro. Like he, I think he just turned 69, oh, and nice. I think she's like 68. Okay. And so when they first like decided to get like, when they first got together or whatever, they went to high school together, bro. They wanted a date together. That's insane. And so him and I were talking... And he showed me a picture of them at the 1974 Sadie's Hawkins dance. Wow. So they, were, they were high school sweethearts? 
they went on this one date. Oh, okay. they went on this one okay. date to the dance, and then after he sh- so he showed me a picture of them at the 1974 Sadie Hawkins dance, and then he showed me a picture of them like now, and he was like, "Man, like isn't that crazy? Like how crazy is that?" And I remember just sitting there and him just like smiling at the screen. And I was just like, yo, I think it's crazy. Y'all are both just still alive. (laughs) (laughs) You could have just looked at him and you're like, dog, I I think it's crazy you left my mom. (laughs) (laughs) I think she left him. Okay, uh, bad. Good for her. Actually, I think it was mutual. I actually have no idea. It was one of those things. Dude, this is so funny. I'll continue that other part in a second. But I literally, I don't really remember much from Uh the divorce. But I literally remember them both sitting me down and being like, I don't want you to think it's your fault. And I remember just like sitting on the couch with my arms folded, my leg like over my other leg being like, shit, I know. <laughs> I hear y'all fighting you, all the you, time. It ain't my fault. You never thought one thing was your fault in your whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember sitting there just being like, shit, it sounds like a you guys thing, yeah. playboy. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, and so, yeah. And so then we, we when he gets engaged to her, he proposes to her, right? Um which was the funniest thing ever to me because uh, I was paying rent at mm-hmm. his house. I was paying rent to my stepdad, who I've known since 03, adopted me, right? Yeah, gotcha. Paying rent because I dropped out of college uh, for comedy. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, okay, well, you're either going to go to school or you're going to pay rent. And so I was like, I guess I'm paying rent then. And so I started, I was paying 500 bucks a month okay. to, for my childhood room. Uh, Brutal. I know. And, or, or not my childhood room, but the, the room since, you know. Right. Oh, three. Oh, nine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's what was so funny is because the whole time, bro, the whole time, I was like, oh, I'm paying him, you know, this rent. He's probably putting it into a separate account, saving it. He's going to give it to me the second I move out all at once to help mm-hmm. me out. And then they got engaged, and he, I saw the ring, and I was like, no chance. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he used that rent money to get that ring It's dog. gone, bro. My, and then sure enough, yeah. I remember, I remember when I was moving out the last day, I told him that. And I was like, so, like, yeah, I told him that this is what I was thinking. And he literally was like, Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, it was pretty funny. He was like, You really thought that? That never crossed my mind. I was like, It would have been funnier if he was like, That actually wouldn't be a bad idea, but it's like too late. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Next next time I got you. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, Fuck. That's fucking funny. So they get engaged, right? And uh, we're talking about it. And he was like, Look. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, when's the wedding? You know, like, I'll see if I can make it. Like, you know, stuff like that, right? And then he was like, he was like, look, I've been married three times before. I think my best friends are bad luck. I want you to be the best man at the wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, And so, dude, I laughed. I laughed. And then he was like, I look back. You know, when you're, you know, when you like laugh and you look away and then you like Uh look back and they're dead serious. And I was like, oh, shit. Wait, for real? And then I literally looked at him and I was like, look, I'm the bastard child of your ex-wife. I was like, I don't know how much luck I'm going to bring you, bro, but yeah. <laughs> like, you're paying for my flight. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking crazy. And then sure enough, yeah, he paid for my flight. And then we went to Catalina. Uh, the wedding was on Catalina. All his old friends are there. Like, you know, they're all pretty like well off and shit. And then it, it was me, uh, my brother, Eric who at this time was 16, almost mm-hmm. 17. Um, and then um, her kids are 30 
and I think 27. God damn. And so we, we were like the youngest ones there. Everybody else is there is old. But there was people there that I've known like for a while. Like mm-hmm. like his best friend or one of his best friends was like my little league coach. Okay. And so like, you know, Coach Steve was there. Right. Who I've known you. like my whole life. And the, or not my whole life, but since like 03, which mm-hmm. is like as long as I could remember pretty much. Right. Um, and then, you know, people th- that have been around forever were there. So it wasn't just like all her friends or whatever, which would have been brutal, bro. That would have been tough. Um, but I was wasted at the <laughs> wedding um, because, it, dude, I think, yeah, it was. So Catalina, so he buys my ticket and he buys like the wrong day or whatever. So let's say it was like a, Let's say it, they were there like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the wedding Saturday. Mm-hmm. My ticket came through, so my boat ticket to get to Catalina was on Friday, and then my ticket back to Orange County is Saturday. The wedding Saturday, Jeez. so like I I show up Friday not knowing that I'm leaving like the next day. Mm-hmm. So I go to like the little market. Have you ever been to Catalina? Yeah. So I go to like that little market and I buy a twelve pack of Bud Light for the next day and for Sunday. Not and you pay that island tax, bro. Right. I paid like thirty bucks for a twelve pack of Bud Light. It's insane. And I was like, oh. And then he's. I realized that my ticket is like the next day. Like after the wedding, we go to the the party, like the the dinner afterwards, yeah. and then like, and then no, I switched it. I switched it. I don't remember how yeah, it was, the but I, re- I remember that I had. I was leaving pretty quick. Uh, and so I had to like finish it. So like the, the day of the wedding, that morning, I'm like drinking these Bud Lights like before the reception. And I remember him like walking in there being like, are you drinking right now? And I was like, yeah. And he, <laughs> Good luck, bro. And he was like, he was like, don't you want to remember today? And I was like, I'll remember enough. You yeah. know what I mean? Dude, I was wasted at that wedding. Uh, I got wasted at my, my cousin's wedding when I was 16. But nobody else was drinking. Dude, oh, that's funny. There was no bar. That's funny. We, dude, we were, it was the, the wedding was at like a park. Mm-hmm. Like the wedding was at like a park with like this overlook of the ocean. And I was just there like wasted, bro. Nobody else was drinking. That's crazy. And it was the after party, the dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was like maybe like people had like a drink. Yeah, it was right. one of the, like a they fancy had, like that champagne. Yeah, a fancy plate. There was champagne when we got there, and then you could have like a drink. Yeah, but I was wasted, bro. So I was like ordering Damn. like whiskey cokes. Like I was fucking. I was like, well, it's fucking. My dad's the one getting right. married. Fucking foot the bill, homie. Party on, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it would be different if like you're like. It, it's so funny. Weddings are so funny because it's like if, if if this wedding party, like the dinner or whatever. Yeah. Like if if my girlfriend brought me. To like her cousin's wedding, I wouldn't be just like ordering out the ass, right? You know what right. I mean? I'd have my drink, dude. and then that'd be it. But yeah, dude, now I got I got wasted at my cousin's wedding when I was sixteen. All his groomsmen, maybe it's my no, my uncle's wedding. All his groomsmen were just fucking feeding me and my two cousins fireball bro <laughs> just left and right they're like you ever had fireball before and we're like nah he's like it's gonna change your life haven't had fireball since dog <laughs> <Not> <laughs> sure no, changed your life bro my mom wanted me my like the whole plan was like i just turned 16 so i was like driving and shit my mom's like okay you get to drive home from the wedding and i was like All right, i'm not driving home for this stupid wedding and they, gave, <laughs> <laughs> and they gave they gave me like a they gave me fireball and i was like oh, a few shots won't hurt Next thing I know, I've taken like six and I'm just fucking plastered. And I remember like at the end when everyone's leaving, my cousin's super fucked up. 
they wanted to go to the deer lodge after he comes up to me he's like Connor will you drive me to the deer lodge and I was like Danny I'm fucked up too dude and I I get back to my car and I was like Danny wants to drive me to the fucking or Danny wants me to drive him to the de- the deer lodge but I can't my mom was like you were supposed to drive us home too Connor <laughs> I, was <just> like, <laughs> I was like you're driving now mom <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's funny yeah. yeah and so after the the wedding after that dinner party i was back in the hotel room or whatever because they went back to their hotel they had some fancy smancy hotel right my dad put me in like the cheapest fucking motel you got the there. motel six the mo that yeah, they don't have no right. name brand motels right. like if this for people who have never been to catalina listening like it's 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 like there's a post office like yeah. it, it's not a it's like a small little island. It's a small little island, yeah. bro. And it's for like rich people who want to go to like wineries and shit. Yeah, there's bison there. Did you bison? Know yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. on the far side, over by Twin Dolphin or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, "Fuck this, dude!" Like I'm, you know, I'll go to the the hotel after party or whatever. And that's where people were kind of drinking. Yeah. But they're at the age where they're not like they're all in their sixties. Yeah, they're shit. not getting wasted, bro. But they're all in their old duels life now. Yeah. <laughs> And so my, but my little brother there was there, Eric was there and I was like, whatever, let's go to this bar. I was texting my cousin Chelsea. Right. Uh, and she's like, Oh, she used to go to Catalina all the time. And she's mm-hmm. like, there's this bar there that they don't check IDs. Ooh, let's go. And I was like, Oh word, you know, like whatever. So I hit up Eric and I was like, Hey, you want to come to this bar with me? And he was like, he was like, no. And I was like, dude, get off your Nintendo dog. Like, this <laughs> like, let's go to this bar. And he was like, all right. And so we go to this bar. And sure enough, dude, we just like walked right in. But Eric's got like he got like this deep ass voice. Okay. He sounds like James Earl Jones. It's retarded. And he's 18 now, but he sounds like James Earl Jones. He's taller than me. Like yeah, he doesn't he's just a little ass kid with a deep voice. Yeah, it was retarded, That's bro. Frightening. Um, and so we go to this bar and I buy him the drink or whatever. And then like you know we drink the drink or whatever, bro. It was like 20 bucks a pop at this fucking bar. And so like. You know, I'm I'm one of those where like I'm not sure, and so like I had some cash, so I was like, oh, right. let me pay for these up front. Thank God I did, because if I racked up a tab, I would not have been. I yeah, would have been cooked. Brutal. And see, so, yeah, it was twenty bucks a drink, uh, and so I was like, oh yeah, I'll close out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And and so I we we leave, and as we walk out, and so I was still pretty drunk from everything else earlier. Yeah. As as we walk out, and all of a sudden, her fucking uh, son. Is like right outside the bar, just like walking by, and he sees us, and I'm like, "Fuck!" And this fool comes over and talks to us, and like, you know, we're like, "Oh, he just, you know, he watched us walk out of this bar, bro." Yeah. And he was like, "What were you guys doing in that bar?" And we're like, "Ah, oh, you know, drinking." <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> and so I didn't think anything of it, and then a couple days later, I get a text from my dad being like, "What the fuck did you buy Eric alcohol?" And I was like, "Yeah." I bought him a drink. Come I bought a, yeah, a drink. Yeah. 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 And I was like, you don't think he's drinking elsewhere. You're smoking crack. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny, but it was just funny because I was like, the dude, like, the timing of it. Like, if we didn't, if I hadn't gone to the bathroom and taken a piss, nobody right. would have ever known. Right. And walking out, so of course, that fucking dude's outside. That's wild. It's kind of crazy he told. That's, that was my saving grace in Idaho, too, is my, my little brother was 16. My dad and my mom already knew he was drinking and partying and shit. Yeah. So they didn't get too mad at me. But I was like, hey, man, I, sa- I saved you a night that was already coming. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> now, dude, uh, that, that, that place in Idaho, though, dude, the year I worked there, 
they would never charge people for alcohol. Like, I couldn't tell you how many times I went there and just didn't get charged a tab. Like, dog, they would just not charge you. I remember one time, it was in buttfuck Idaho, dude. I remember going there once and the bar tab, I had my card on file or whatever, and he was like, what's the last name on your order? And I was like, Corsentino. And he was like, what? And I was like, Corsentino. And he was like, what? And I was like, fucking Corsentino, dude. And he just goes, ah, fuck it. And just waited off and didn't charge me he, because my last name was too long, bro. What the hell? Yeah, bro. He probably thought I was Mexican or some shit huh. fucking out in Idaho. At a bar like that, uh, not like that, but this bar, have you ever, you've ever heard of Silk, Silky Sullivan's? No. It's in Fountain Valley, California. And it's my favorite bar in the world, and it's it's funny, it's funny being a regular at a bar because right. it's like you ever gone to a bar and see like the regulars and you're like queer, you yeah. know what I mean? And then like then all of a sudden you're the regular. I'd be there just like I'd be there at like 1 p.m. just riding and drinking, and then I realized I was like, oh shit, I'm a fucking yep regular dude. I had a I had a friend growing up that was a regular at In and Out. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. He'd go there all, like basically every day. I remember going there with him once, and he was like, you see this guy to the left? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, he eats here every day, sometimes multiple day- times a day. And I was like, what? And he's like, watch, look. And like the fucking workers were like talking to him, calling him by name, asking how his day was, like having a full conversation with him. And I was like, what the fuck? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, I'm kind of a regular here too. And I was like, all right. And so you know how in and out they give you your number, and then you go to your table and they call your number. You yeah. get your food. They brought my friend his food, dog. Like they didn't call his number. They just grabbed his food and brought it to him. That's how much he went to in and out. I had to go get mine. You know, I was sitting <laughs> right next to him, dude. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, Orange County, California, Fountain Valley, Silky Sullivan's. Silky right? Sullivan's. This place stayed open during the pandemic, and it was great, right? Oh, that's awesome. Across the street from this place is uh, the police station. Found out <laughs> the police station, right? And so the whole time I was like, dude, I feel like it's a crime to be drinking here. I didn't become a regular there until the pandemic because they were right. like the only bar that was open. Yeah. Uh, without, like, without restriction, bro. Like, oh, you know, no you mask, didn't have to wear no nothing. masks. Yeah, during like the height of the right pandemic. Across the street. That's just like hiding in plain sight. But it was also like, it was literally a block away from my pad. But Orange County, they were also pretty lenient, weren't they? Not, not, not for the, not for a lot of places, really? bro. There was places there were you, there, you can only go grocery shopping during certain hours in the same town, in the same town, That's like crazy. two blocks away from That's this bar. That's fucking crazy. And so this bar, I became a regular there because it was just the only place to go, like during the pandemic. Right. And uh, I remember I went there one time, and it's like a lot of older people go there. I went there one time before. Um, it's just like a dive bar. Yeah, it's just some shithole dive bar. They got music every once in a while. It's like it, but like it's also like a restaurant type too. It's like a shithole. It's a shithole. Yeah, it's got a dive you. bar. It's a shithole. No, it's it's it. I wouldn't say it's a dive bar just because there's no pool tables. Got you. But they yeah, have a, that's a weird one. They have a darts room. That's kind of dope. It a is room? dope. A dart room, bro. That's lit. Anyway, I was there during the pandemic, and a couple times I start I just started getting tight with the owner, bro. Mm-hmm. Like so, like the owner would like buy us shots, and all of a sudden, like this uh, Ernie. Was the bartender's name? Ernie. Ernie. Ernesto. Ernie. He wouldn't charge me for shit, dog. We would be there drinking for hours, bro. Oh, for hours. It would be me and like seven people, and then I would walk up to like close out for like our whole table, and he'd be like, "Me." 
That was forty bucks, dude. Those Literally, just like that. Bartenders are the best. I would be like, I have a few bartenders like that. I'm not ratting them out. Yeah, yeah, you ain't going. I, I don't live there anymore, so yeah. I'm like cool with it. But I'd be like, well, I have a few bartenders here that will do that for me. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, like forty bucks sounds great, dude. Like we this, we would drink nah. bottles of shit, bro. bro. This I I went I went to a place. I'm gonna give it away, but I'm not gonna say where it was. I went to a place on Tuesday. I got ten reposado shots. Damn, twelve bucks. <laughs> yeah, all just for you? Of course. Nah, dude. Come I on, was about to like, say, bro. It was like a going away party. You're for not a built homie. like that. No, I'm not built You're like that. You're not built like that. No, but I had. I probably had six or seven of those reposado shots that night because motherfuckers, motherfuckers would be like, just keep buying ten rounds for everyone because it was a going away party, and they would just be like, Connor, go buy the shots. I'll give you money. And I was like, all right, fucking whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the best. I would close out for everybody at this place because I would right. go up there and they wouldn't charge me like because yeah. they knew me. Um, and then it was so funny because I was talking to the the owner one time and he just bought us. He he didn't buy us drinks. He just gave us drinks. Uh, and then he was I I was asking him. I was like, Yo, like, how are you guys open during the pandemic? And he goes, Eh, I don't give a fuck. I get fined every day. Wow. I was like, Really? And he's like, Yeah, but like, look around you. You know the place is packed, and he was like, "the the fine is 150 bucks a day." Oh, that ain't shit. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "What the fuck is that to me, bro? That's that guy's tab right there." I pointed yeah. to one guy out of the you know the hundred. Right. And then I was like, "Yeah, you know what? That's fair enough." And he was like, "He was like, I'm gonna stay open until they put fucking chains on my fucking door." Yeah. And I was like, "Damn." And I was like, "What about the police station? Like the police station's right there." And he's like, "Where do you think they go and drink after work?" Yeah, no shit. And I was like, that makes sense. I was like, damn. He's like, they're not closing shit, bro. They could, they all come here and drink after work. Yeah, dude. I don't think the police really even wanted to do anything like that. Like most no. of, I like, I, you know, like at the end of the day, the police are just people too, and they they want to go get their haircut and go grocery shop when they get off work. So well, that's what I was saying. That, that that's what was eye opening to me. Is he's like, dude, where do you think they go and drink after work? And yeah. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up. You're right. They probably yeah. come here. You just cross the street, like. Right. And they do. And that was also scary because, like, we would fucking get wasted at this place, bro. And then fucking. Oh, and then drive home. And just hop in there. The parking lot is connected. That is sketch. You gotta keep your eyes wide open on that one. Yeah, but it's the same. It, it, it was Fountain Valley, bro. We all lived like a block away. My I lived so close that I walked. I could walk there, but I wouldn't. Because uh, it, yeah. it was like it was close enough to walk, but not close enough to where you'd want to walk. Right. But my buddy Riss, she lived. Like way closer, uh, she lived like on the same block. So I would drive to her place, and then we would walk there. Uh, okay. And then you know you would walk it off right back to her place, and you know we'd like break people's windows and fucking <laughs> such a fuck. No, I'm just kidding. But dude, this one time, this one time we were there drinking during the pandemic, and we were like, where should we go now? Dude, we would get wasted at Silky's and there's this elementary school in the neighborhood that Marissa lived at called Cox Elementary Cox C O X Cox Elementary School. We would all it was in the district I grew up in. We would all just be like you went to Cox. C O X it was named after some fucking random asshole like all schools. Uh and we they had the elementary school playground with the basketball courts so like we could dunk on it and shit uh, yeah, so we would just ball. we would just be wasted and go play basketball on on fucking, so much fun on dude. the it's on so the, much the fun. six foot hoops yeah. or whatever and we would just fucking play 21 just wasted i see that with my friends too so Slam much ball. fun i miss it bro same those that's what i'm saying about the pandemic was like like it was scary in the moment because we're like how long is this gonna last but like now that it's over looking back it's like yo like i had a 
had a pretty good that, time. That first month was scary. Then after all that shit happened, and you know a few people that got sick, and shit's just closed down. Like financially, the whole thing was kind of scary. But you're just sitting. There I was like, working the whole time. So, so like, was financially, I. I wasn't like. Yeah, I just went like a broad view. I was working the whole time too. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Construction didn't close down at all. Construction sped up. It was kind of some horse shit. Were you doing that before the pandemic or you started that during? No, nah, I was doing that before. Right out of college, I got hired working on supervising some swimming pools being built. <laughs> it's pretty dope. Worked out at Ronald Reagan's old house when he was a movie star. What? Yeah, well, also. That fool's dead as fuck. Yeah, his house when he was a movie oh, star. Oh, I see what you're saying. I was yeah. Like, who gives a shit about that? It was dope. And then I also, it was dope. we also worked at this this person's house. He ended up selling it to Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Bro, this house was crazy. We we When we started, they already had a swimming pool and a spa. They added uh, an infinity pool with a spa and another spa. And then they fucking bulldozed the other pool. They built like a home gym. Dude, this place was crazy. It was some like investor dude. His nannies. His nannies would be coming home, coming in and out of their house in Ferraris, bro. His fucking what? nannies. It was crazy, dude. I was like, how do I become a nanny? Like, <laughs> get me out here. Couldn't have his two-year-old kid be seen in anything less than a Porsche. Dude, it was insane. Like, literally, yeah. dude. They'd be driving Porsches, Ferraris. Now he says BMWs and shit. And I was just like sitting there. Do like, you want that type of shit? I don't really want that type of shit. Like even if I get money, like even if like I like a nice Porsche would be sick, dude, or like a Tesla. I guess, bro. Like I don't even like. I I'm not into cars like that, but I like nice things. I like nice things, but like, dude, I'm fine with a brand new Toyota. You know what I mean? I like, feel it's, you. I, honestly, I like a nice truck. Yeah, a nice truck. Yeah, but I don't need no fucking Lamborghini. You know what I mean? Even if I had the money to where I could just be like. Like it, like it meant nothing to me. I'd be like, I don't want to. Dog, if I had the money where it meant nothing to me, I'd have a Lamborghini for Would sure. Would you really? Yeah, dog. Why the fuck not? I would spend the money on going to like, you know, Dubai or like fucking. Yeah, I'd be doing that too. You have the money. <laughs> you got the money to say fuck it. I'm doing all that, and I'm bringing my Lambo with me. Yeah. <laughs> you know that shit's so expensive because it's like also like if you get a flat tire, like you can't. Yeah, but fix you, that gotta shit. you gotta fuck send it, it to fucking France. To like get your shit fixed and then they send it back. You got fucking money. You know if you buy a Porsche in Germany, you can you could drive it all around Europe, do your thing, and then when you go back to America, they'll ship it over to you. They'll really? boat it over, yeah. Dude, here's the craziest thing about it is that uh when I worked for Amazon during the pandemic, so I would do de- fuck that. I'd be delivering and shit. Dude, I was delivering to Kobe Bryant. And That's like all, the, I had the Newport Coast. You were telling me you you were delivered to Trout's house too, right? Trout, yeah, I would delivered to Trout, sick. dude. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. You were that wasn't his house no more. No, it's it his fucking wife, and she still lives yeah. there. You know what's crazy? My dad did Kobe Bryant's driveway in the Newport Coast. Yeah, so yeah, he bro. he worked. So you at, know the crazy neighborhood I'm talking about, right? I never been there, but get this, bro. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant. He was a legend. He was a fucking asshole, bro. What, dude? He wouldn't let. My dad worked there while he was at the house. So, you know, Kobe, he does like those crazy 5 a.m. workouts to like 12 or whatever. So he'd come home at noon and he'd be like, I want everyone off the property. You can't work here while I'm home. That was his rule. My dad was like, fair enough. I don't want to listen to jackhammers. Yeah, but his house is big enough. That is true. And uh, throw some AirPods in. Yeah. And I mean, there's way before AirPods. But oh, yeah, this is like 
Shaq might have still been on the team. You know? <laughs> like straight the fuck up. I was a little kid. But so uh wouldn't let anyone work there while he was there. My dad was like, we can make that happen. It's just going to be way longer. And Kobe was like, I don't give a fuck. Rah, rah, rah. And so Kobe kicked my dad out of his house one time because my dad, dude, my dad was in Kobe Bryant's bedroom talking to his wife, Vanessa, about the driveway, like just how she wanted it to look or the finishing touches or whatever. And Kobe came in into the bedroom, saw my dad and Vanessa, and he was like, get the fuck out of my house. And my dad was like, yes, Mr. Sir. Yes, Kobe Bryant. Yes, sir. <laughs> a six, six fucking huge, the black mamba, dude. Like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he's a legend, but my dad didn't like Kobe Bryant because of that. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. So I'd be delivering to like all these like, dude, Matthew Stafford. I'd be delivering That's to his house sick. and stuff. That's sick. Uh, it, dude, it would, every fucking time I would deliver to his house, I would fucking knock on the door and like hope that, and he would always be home. Right. And I would just hope, hope that, he comes out. I just hope he comes out. It would, it would just be his wife, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Would you get the fuck out of here, dude? God damn it, Kelly. Like, she's hot as fuck, but it's like, I, don't, I could see a hot chick. trying to see this dude. I'm trying to talk to Matthew Stafford, bro. Maybe yeah. bring a bat to his knee. Like I need to fucking dude. Need the Colts to win this shit. <laughs> um, dude, no. But so I would deliver all these dudes, and then I would post my story like in these neighborhoods and shit. And this was during the pandemic, so like there was no comedy going on. So I'd just be putting like random shit on my story, and then um, I posted this picture of uh, shit. What's this guy's fucking name? Um, Man. Fuck it up. It's some like Arabic guy. Oh, it's on right on the tip of my tongue, bro. Um he's like this real estate mogul. Um Manny Koshpin. Okay. Um right? And so I posted a picture of this. Somebody posted this Bugatti like in front of a stop sign on the this corner in this neighborhood and I was like shut the fuck up who parks like that bro yeah. like totally blocking like an intersection just parked it there so I took a picture of this car uh, and I, I was like what a shithole and I've, I just posted the picture calling the car a shithole and uh, dude I got I've never gotten more messages in my life really yeah bro I literally like I had like maybe 25 26 DMs in the span of like an hour being Jeez. like do you know whose car that is and I was like no uh, and they literally were like, that's Manny Koshpin's Bugatti Chiron. And they're like, that car is worth like $20 million. It's like one of one. And I was like, what? And then people, an asshole parking like that. People started sending me like his Instagram posts of this car. Did this car is like, like, like the most expensive car ever built. No shit. And I'm like, I literally put it on my story. Like what a shit piece. Yeah. Of, so what an asshole. What a, yeah. 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 And then I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was crazy. And then I would, deli- I would deliver to his fucking wife, like, all no the fucking time. Way. And so I would deliver to his house all the time. And the car would just be out there. And this one time, he only parked it like that that one time. Yeah. Uh, and then the other times, it would just be, like, on the street. And then I took a video of myself driving at it. And then I, like, swerved out of the way at the last second. But I was like, dude, on my last day... I'm a fucking just smash this dude's car. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, how funny? Because the insurance, the Amazon has insurance. Right. How fucking funny would That'd it be, be so if funny. I just sideswiped the shit of this guy's one of like one of one. one of if one. this dude wants an oil change, he's got to send the car to France. Like it's crazy, bro. That. That's it's crazy. So stupid. But like I was like, dude, I I I. There's so many times where I lined up my van. I just wanted to smack. <laughs> Just smack the shit of this guy's car. Just knowing that, like, 
Right. How funny would that be? That'd, no, that'd be hilarious. I, well, I told you earlier, I fucking, I met Brad Pitt during COVID. Oh, yeah. Because we, uh, we got a job to do his, co- his koi pond. I wasn't, I signed a contract that said I wasn't allowed to say where he lived. I wasn't allowed to tell anybody I was working at his house. Wasn't allowed to take pictures. Wasn't around to walk around. I was allowed to take pictures of the koi pound. Not, allowed, not allowed, allowed to walk around his house. Wasn't allowed to like approach him. I broke all those rules instantly, bro. But his house was crazy, dude. Like he owns a side of a hill in Los Feliz. Like he owns a neighbor, like the neighborhood. And you could drive right by his house and never know because it's just like looks like a green yard fence. But then you open it up, dude. He's got like a whole village in it. His house is like a whole village. Like he literally you go in his driveway is a skate park for like his kids and shit. There's like a half pipe, like fucking uh, gaps and shit with ramps to ride up. And then you go, you like walk into his house and he's got a. Like a two-story garage, but the top is like a ballroom with a fur, a full bar, and then the bottom, he's got like ten motorcycles, bro, ten super sick motorcycles, and next to every single motorcycle is a mannequin with an outfit that matches the motorcycles, like he's fucking Batman, dude. It's <laughs> fucking, fucking insane, dude. Yeah, bro. But then, yeah, I told you, I met him and shit like slowed down, but it was. Brad Pitt's house was crazy, dude. It I would I delivered to this house in the same neighborhood as Manny Coachman. Do all these houses are like my buddy's like a real estate whatever and mm-hmm. can like look shit up. I sent him like like bro, this wasn't like a property, this wasn't a mansion, this was a manor. Like this oh, was shit. like like we're talking like like it was a damn near plantation. It was but like in Newport Beach. Right. Like you're talking like, dude, like Newport Beach in itself is already expensive as fuck too. Like, like I can't describe like it's it's an unfathomable, a mm-hmm. unfathomable amount of money. Like, yo, like this one house was like eighty million dollars, and I was like, this that's such a retarded amount of money to spend on just a place to live. Right. It's like what? Why? It's like that's crazy. No, it's insane. And then um, I delivered to this house, and I had to go. I had to take this staircase, this mm-hmm. outdoor staircase, underground. To get to, their whole house was underground. What the fuck? And it was like a mansion underground. It was like, dude, it was like the Batcave. I That's was like, some this fucking, is. And they had waterfalls. It's like and some apocalyptic shit. It was nuts. There's survivors. What and are they called? There's preppers. Al- they're preppers. Always like Mexicans working on the house and shit. Yeah. Every single one of them. That's like, how Brad Pitt's house many, was. How too. many Mexicans are there? There's the, there's like dude minimum all these houses in the Newport coast there's always five Mexicans there yeah. that's like doing shit. Well, bro, you drive up the Malibu coast and every house is fucking under construction. Every single one of them. Yeah, even like you go in Bel Air, every house is under. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy how much construction just in Southern California alone is being done all the time. We need the Yankees to lose this game. Dog, I don't know what you're talking about. I want the Yankees to win. Fuck. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, foul ball. Foul He's ball. about to strike out. That's the rule. You hit a foul, you hit a foul ball, home run, you either strike out or hit a home run. <laughs> That's the rule, dog. I don't know what it is. Kendall Graveman's a bum. I would take him on the Angels, though. <laughs> the Angels need all the help they could get. Anyway, let's talk about the uh, the show that we're yes. doing on the 30th. Yeah. So what's what's going on with this? So it's uh sell some tickets on my podcast yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. Sell it. No, for sure. I believe it's called LLM. It's laugh, liquor, and live music. Pretty sure I nailed that. Pretty sure. 
Uh, that should be L L L M. Fuck it, dude. I don't know. I, I, didn't come, I didn't come up with the name. Uh, flowers getting posted today. Uh, basically, June 30th. I believe it starts at 10.30. It's a late Friday night show. It's half comedy. Fucking Galen Nash, my man right here, is going to close it out with 15 minutes of comedy. Then we have a rap show directly right after. We'll do a quick intermission. People get drinks. Clear the floor of all this chairs and stuff. We got my boy Dre the Great, my boy Sterling, both South by artists coming up, closing the shit out. It's going to be a nice party. You can get tickets at uh, Roscoe's, I believe it's Roscoe'sComedyClub.com. If you buy tickets online, it's five bucks. You get a free beer or white claw with the purchase. So it's it's worth it if you buy tickets online. Yeah, I mean, the, the beer there is five bucks alone already. Yeah, I think they're three. I think beers are three bucks. So if ah. you come in, dog, the beers are... It's a good price for beer. That's not that bad. No, nah, no. Nah, through beer, it's probably being anywhere in Austin. The bathroom's trash there. No, nah, the bathrooms are nice. You can <laughs> take a shit there. Nice you can take a shit there. <laughs> no, nah, but it'll be a fucking dope show. You know, trying to get a good amount of people out. Should be great. Got Rafa coming out. Cam Patterson's going to be on the show as well. Is that it? Who else is on the show? Uh, it's you, Roth, Cam, me, and Pat, and uh, Cam. So it's going to be about 45 minutes to an hour of comedy. Keep that shit tight. And then just get, get riding the music till close. Nice. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. You put in Cam, then Raph, then me, or what? I'll probably do Raph, Cam, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, should be a great time. It's, it's going, to be, going to be crazy. How'd you come up with this idea? Uh, you know, my, home, my homie Dro, who's producing the show with me, he produces for Dre and Sterling. And a few other guys out here in Austin have been talking about wanting to do a <laughs> White Sox just turned double play in the game. Yankees lose. Anyways, but me I needed the Yankees to lose that game. Me, uh, Joe was saying he wanted to do some type of comedy rap show together. And I was, I've been trying to put a show together for a while. So I told him I was down for something like that. It seems like a good thing we could probably get people out for. Pitched it to Roscoe's and they were, they seemed very willing. They want to. Looks like we're gonna make it a, hopefully a continuously continuous show. So with the rap too, yeah, with the rap too. You just gotta find new rappers and shit every week, or what? Yeah, well, Joe produces. He uh, he's a producer, so he knows a lot of, a lot of guys. I might get uh, my boy Phenom uh, from Long Beach out here one night too. He's fucking. He opened for Chief Keef and shit. He's he's a real nice. deal. Yeah, CBG. If you haven't checked them out, CBG, my boy, phenomenal. I could get you my boy, Bobby Hall. But, yeah, logic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there someday. We'll get there someday. That'd be funny. How funny would that be if he was like, yeah, I'll do a yeah. guest spot. Logic. <laughs> logic with Galen Nash at Roscoe's Comedy Club. I've been saying this for years, bro. I'm going to work with that guy in some capacity one day. I'm telling you whether it's on a I movie. I believe it. A movie, a TV show, anything, bro. I'm working with that Speaking guy. Speaking into existence, baby. No, well, I've always, I've always been interested in doing like a rap comedy show, and this shit just kind of fell in my lap because my boy Phenom that I was talking about, I grew up with him, and we went to high school together, and he was always a big rapper, and I've always been wanting to do stand-up and doing stand-up, so I've always wanted to do something where I could do a show with him or just now my homie Dro and all my new friends that are rappers out here yeah. and shit, too. It's, you know, it's fun to fucking mix around do different shit that way you know like their fans meet you you could expand and then your fans meet them it's a good way f to branch out get people who probably wouldn't be coming to a comedy show out to a comedy show make them see comedy is cool make them come back to more 
Ooh, sounds racial, huh, Connor? I don't, I don't know about that one, dog. Everyone likes rap music these days, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Even my the fuck out of here, Galen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, me oh, too. Why do they have ball girls out there, bro? Bitch with the long-ass ponytails whiffed a grounder. Yeah, the Phillies coach is about to cut her. Yeah. <laughs> He's unimpressed. Delay a game. Yeah. No, it'll be fun, dude. It'll be a, it'll be a great show. Great turnout. It'll be a lot of fun. With the music and shit, the comedy will be great. We got fucking killers on this show. Yeah. Everyone on the show tours. What? Oh, that does stand up. Roth, Cam, and you yeah. all tour. Yeah. So it's a good lineup. You better hype this shit up. No, bro. we're hyping it up, baby. It's going to be, be a great show. And then you're hosting for me on the 23rd in Pflugerville. That's right. Which is going to be a lot of fun, too. Definitely. Uh, I get to run my hour. In a neighboring city to the <laughs> <laughs> a neighboring city. No, it'll uh, be a great time. That'll be fun. I'm excited. Anyway, we've, this has been a lot of fun. I leave the uh, final minute of the podcast to the guest to say whatever, plug whatever, any final parting words of wisdom in case you die on the way home right now. This next minute is all you, my man. Ooh, all me. The pressure's on. Like I just <laughs> said, come out to Roscoe's June 30th, 10:30 Friday Friday night light. Uh, Friday night late show. Uh, you can check out Roscoe's Comedy Club on Instagram. They have a link that'll take you to their website. I believe it's just roscoescomedyclub.com. Look for the LLM. You could get tickets online. Like I said, tickets will get you a free drink with the purchase. If you buy tickets there, no free drink. So make sure you get your tickets online. Uh, other than that, dude, if I die on the way home, fuck it, I'll, I'll give you everything I have. Hey. on the way home just just oh, today shit. you got the next 30 minutes bro but I, I think i'm gonna make it i think i'm gonna make it unless you fucking give me more alcohol then you might get everything fuck yeah nah yeah man fuck roger clemens when he was a red sock uh other than that come out to the show awesome brother. Go Dodgers. The podcast. <laughs> yeah definitely thanks for having me on